Hey everybody, welcome once again to the Magic Table. Uh, we are coming from you straight from our Magic Table, yeah, at our house. And uh, we're talking about an episode, a uh, little interesting, something new to our family. And that is setting goals. And so we've gotten into this habit over the last year of, of setting goals and checking in. And it's something that <clears throat> we make very clear throughout this episode that it's not something that comes naturally to us, but something we found a lot of life in. And I think um, talking about those sort of things, you know, helps us all like understand how to how to better uh, to get better. And I think that's, that's an important part of all this. So we talk about goal setting. We talk about how we do, uh, what we do and, and all of that stuff, uh, the nitty gritty of all those things. So, uh, in the episode, I do promise I'm going to send out a PDF that will let you sort of go through. You can download it, print it out and do your own goal setting with it. I am going to make good on that promise. Uh, on Thursday, when I send out my regular newsletter, I'm going to send out a downloadable link to that PDF. And so if you don't get my newsletters already, make sure you sign up for that. Uh, you can find that uh, at curryblandford.com on the internet and uh, you can sign up there and then we'll get you that PDF. So uh, if you're interested in something like that, that is a great place to go uh, with all sorts of, of helpful information here. So yeah, I hope you enjoy hearing about goal setting today. Welcome back to the magic table, everybody. Uh, we are talking about a topic I think today that doesn't come naturally, maybe maybe to either of us. At Definitely least, like, not to either of us. Well, I think I'm a okay. So we're talking about goal setting, right? Okay, and yes, more to you. Yeah, than I mean, me. I feel like I set like I naturally set goals. I just set them and then like never write them down. Right. <laughs> right. Yeah, but I don't. I don't think um, the organized version of goal setting that we do comes naturally to either one of us no no and anyone who like knows us well is like what do you do yeah because it's very much not us very much not us right uh i i feel like so i have this phrase that always like when we talk about something like this that rolls through my my brain which is if you aim at nothing you will hit it every time right and so i think that we we've spent a lot of time aiming at nothing like 14 years of marriage. Yes. Yeah. At least aiming at nothing that both of us have sat down and actually talked about per For se, sure. Right. Um, and like, I mean, there are little things along the way that makes us seem like we're totally aimless. We are kind of adults. We're not totally aimless. I, okay. I, I thought about this the other day when I was prepping for this episode. Our family motto from the time that we like got married <laughs> was go big or go home, which is basically saying like, hey, whatever stupid idea comes into our brains, we should just do it. We're totally like, in. We've made a lot of really irresponsible decisions in our married life. It's true, but we're better for it. <laughs> are we? We are. We give great counsel to other people about okay, what that, not to do. I'll give you that. I'll give you that. Okay. We've also walked through the uh, consequences of some of our uh, actions. Yep. Yeah. But we walk through it together. Yeah. We, we love each other. We do that's love you, each that's other. That's all you got. Um, living on love. Like that's been literally true on several <laughs> points in our marriage. Uh, but okay. So. Can you give some of the background behind this goal setting thing that we've been doing? Sure. So if you have followed the podcast, I guess 
it's been a year since Wynn was on. There was an episode um, with Wynn Elder. Curry can link it in the show notes. And it was just a really impactful episode for us about decluttering and getting rid of stuff and kind of systems uh, with in your home. And even just talking about how like a decluttered home helps have a decluttered mind. Just some really great pointers. And when was someone that I'd recruited um, for the podcast and I had followed her on Instagram for a while and kind of when this the episode was coming out, she was talking about how she and her husband do this annual goal setting and um, kind of how they check in about it. And I was super curious about it. And so I watched all of her stories and joined her mailing list to get all the resources and then just kind of like took their ideas and made something that felt more workable for Curry and I. And so all that to say, these are not original ideas. I've gleaned from several people on the internet to create something that works for us. Um, But just the way that she, that Wynne talked about how impactful it was for their marriage and family, I thought this is something that I think we could really benefit from. Um, And it is really unnatural for us. Um, but I think we're a year in, we just did our like year in review and then planning for the next year. And it was something that I was like looking forward to, which I can't believe I'm saying, but it just made, I think looking back on the year, you could look at like, oh, these were the steps we took to meet different goals that we had that sometimes I think you look back at the year and like there are highs and lows and you see the good and some of the rough, but like some of it you've just kind of, you know, been by the seat of your pants and just kind of thinking what would it be like if we set some goals and worked at them and how would that impact our jobs and our family and our ministry and so yeah it's kind of where the idea came from yeah and i think a lot of us uh ourselves included tend to fly by the seat of our pants so to speak just in normal everyday life like it feels a lot more like surviving than it does sort of like thriving thriving i mean i still don't know that we thrive (laughs) I, but uh, to, uh, pushing towards something good, something right. that we both feel like we should be pushing towards, something that we feel like God is calling our family to. And, and like, I think what's most important right now tends to be a question we don't ask that much when we're surviving, right? It's right. like, if we're just getting by, we're not like thinking about what should I be doing in order to make this better next year or whatever, uh, whatever it is. Yeah. Right. So, uh, I think this is, and this is a point I think we need to make in this episode is that this is something that you have sort of taken on um, this mantle of doing this, right? For us. I think, um, yeah, I think a lot of times in marriages and in relationships, like expectations can become tricky and like having, we have roles, right? That, that 
things that like we we want done and this is something that you very much want done in our marriage yes and you just do it and you tell me when to show up yep i show up yep and that's okay it is and we've been married long enough that like that is not hard for me to do like year two three four that would have been super challenging and i'm like hi i got a babysitter this is the day don't book anything we're going away for the day but you're also not offended that i am not that it's not the only thing on my mind oh yeah don't care yeah i and i feel very passionately and i know that you respect me enough to engage with me in this process even though it is not as important to you yeah i mean i think once once it's done it's important it it isn't always like it falls into that category of stuff that like i know i should do but everything else for me just like feels more important at the time yeah and that, yeah, it's not offensive to me at all. Yeah. I just tell you, this is what we're doing and we do it. I think that's important. There's several things like that. There's things that I do that you don't necessarily care about. And we just, you know. Yep. It's how we roll. Yeah. So, um, so let's talk just a little bit about what this looks like, I guess. For sure. So Curry's going to make a cute little PDF to show y'all. Yes, thank you. I need that accountability. Um, I need it recorded in the episode. Yep. Sorry. Google Docs is asking me to rate it right now. Um, so I created a template for us. And so, um, there, I mean, you can literally, I Googled actually this year to see if I wanted to update ours at all, like questions to ask yourself at the end of the year and self. And I, I felt like we're not trying to do self inventories, what's important for us. And so, um, do you want me to just kind of go? Yeah, I mean, we don't have to go question by question, but I think, okay, so there's a category of looking back. Right. That's really important, right? Yes. And there's several questions on there about looking back, Mm -hmm. and we talk about that. Right. And we both share. I think what makes this interesting for me, and it's something that I also stole from Wynn, is I have like a little notebook, and I track all of our stuff that we talk about. And then when we do our check-ins, I track that as well. Which is very uncharacteristic. Very (laughs) uncharacteristic. And I have kept the notebook for a whole year and it's never gotten lost. So this is also the legit, the first year that I've ever had a planner that I used for an entire 12 months. Right. So get excited people. We're basically adults. We're adults. We finally Um, reached that. We've uh, arrived. But why I mentioned that is it was really interesting as we looked back at this year to go back to last year and kind of look at the things that were our highs and lows because as it always is, like those things did not hold weight for the most part the way that they had when we'd made that last list. And it was just a really sweet reminder of like some of the heartache that you may be leaving the year with, like you will look back in a year and be like, it doesn't hurt so much. Right. Yeah. And I think we all need that reminder every once in a while. Especially especially at the end of the year. I feel like we roll into every end of the year being like, Oh man, 2018 was rough. I can't wait for 2019. And this year we're sort of rolling in the same way, you know? Like everybody's been sick for the last month and a half and you just kind of, you kind of limp, limp along into the, uh, into the end of the year. For sure. Um, yeah. And so we do, we spend a lot of time kind of 
talking about the previous year and then kind of evaluating just where we're at as a family, as a couple, what's working, what's not working. Does any, like, are there any pieces of our life that like we need to have a big conversation about? Um, you know, and whether that's like, do our kids keep playing soccer or what preschool are we picking? You know, just some kind of time to be like, oh, there's some like just family planning stuff that we talk through um, that I think it's time that we've set aside to like have some of those conversations and knock them all out at once versus like trying to. Yeah. And letting them, I think when, when stuff like that sneaks up on you, you may not make rational decisions all right. the time because you are in the moment and have to make a decision. Yes. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then we spend time looking at um, what the next year holds. And so for us, we kind of just break that down into different categories like family and ministry and financial marriage, professional, you know, you break it down to whatever categories are meaningful um, to you. But this is where we really get into like some of the nitty gritty stuff of um, life and how we're like, okay, what vacations are we trying to plan? How do we financially prepare for those things? How do we like, what do we need to start you know, working on now so that that can actually become a reality. Cause I think those are the things that if you don't plan for don't happen, at least for us. And then sometimes like really practical things, like, I don't know if this is weird, but we like always have a list running of people that we want to have over for dinner. Because I think there's always that like, Saturday night that pops up that you don't have plans and you're like, oh my gosh, we should have someone over. And it's like, we've been talking about all of these people. Who are those people? And so we literally keep a running list of these are people we want to spend time with and kind of, I date them all again in this weirdness of keeping this notebook, but just, okay, that was a goal. We attained it this is when we did it and yeah, it's just a weird form of accountability yeah. for me. I think uh, date nights are an important part of all of that as well. Oh, for sure. Yeah. You track our date nights. I do track yeah. our date nights, which we do monthly date nights. And that has been a pretty consistent thing. Minus like a year with Britain. Yeah. It was hard. I, I mean, I, I still think we got, I mean, it's been a consistent priority since we had kids probably. For sure. Yeah. I don't know. I Anywho, Enneagram people, you can just DM us and tell us <laughs> if we're right or wrong. But, um, so I, I think that's an important part to this and it feels kind of silly to mention, but like we, when we just did our year in review, like we went to one of our favorite barbecue places to have lunch and then like went Christmas shopping for the kids for a couple of hours. And I think it's not a hard um, or a challenging experience, but I think it's just made easier having like something really fun to look forward to afterwards. And so, you know, 
that's just an aside about that. So then our quarterly check-ins are similar. We go and we kind of look at all of our goals and it's a great time to kind of gauge, okay, this thing that we said we were going to do, is that realistic? Are we going and, and maybe it's too like lofty of a goal or maybe we set the bar so low and we've already met it. So how do we like recalibrate things? Maybe there's a new opportunity, right? If we were going to go out of town, like, Hey, this opportunity has presented itself. Maybe we should do this instead, right? Yes. And so it's amazing to me how much life can shift in those three month periods of time. Um, so yeah, we, and we go through, we both also have personal goals that we go through and kind of hold each other accountable to, hey, you said you were going to do this. Where are you at with that? I like that piece of it as well. Um, there is a, a personal piece. Um, but it's been really helpful to check in because there are some things that you're setting a goal for summer in January. And, you know, when you meet in March or April, it's like, okay, how are we going to meet this goal this summer? I think a perfect example of that was our neighbor cookout is we set that goal and then it was kind of like, I don't know if we did March or April. Um, but we were like, if we don't get a June date on the calendar, it's never going to happen. So I like literally sat, we also do things because this is how we operate. Like I text our neighbor from that meeting to be like, Hey, in June, we want to do this thing. These are the two dates. Does one work better? So that even we had this neighbor that I'd already told we were doing something and you know, we could be held accountable as well. So, um, I think it's such a great time just to kind of check in and it kind of reignites your desire to pursue some of these things or say like, I was way overly right. ambitious. That needs to go. Yeah. And it like is is what I'm doing with my life sort of like balancing with you or are you know, am I spending too many hours doing these things? I mean, I feel like in especially in a marriage setting, you don't always have time to just sit down and have those sort of like one-on-one discussions, right? You're just sort of it can feel like you're just putting out fires instead of and, and and when do you carve out space to have those conversations with each other? Is this working in life? Are we are we doing what we should be doing? Are there things we need to add, sort of take away? Yes, this is also a place we usually talk about. Like, is what I'm doing helpful? Is there something that I could be doing that would take something off of your plate? Where's like the balance of house responsibilities? Could you know, kind of. I feel like every three months to kind of reevaluate, are we functioning at the best we can function? And I think in addition to Sabbathing this past year, kind of having these knowing, and not that we wait (laughs) till like, oh, it's going to be a check-in. Let's save all of our significant conversations. But I think also knowing that we've carved out this space for ourselves, that we really do take a day so we can sit at a coffee shop and talk for hours if needed. And there's no pressure because we've set into our schedule. We take a day for our quarterly check-in and then however much time is left, then we get to have fun, do something fun. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's, I mean, it's been, it's been um, something I think we will continue doing forever. 
And I think it's an important part of sort of our routine. Yes. And so I think if it's something that you're considering doing, um, I think it's great to find someone who can hold you accountable to that. So whether that's a spouse or a roommate or a coworker, and you don't have to share, especially if it's not like a partner, your deepest, darkest personal goals or like things that you're working on, but who in your life could hold you accountable to some of these things or just say, Hey, in three months, could you check in? Like, I want to start reading, you know, a book a month in three months. Can you ask me if I'm reading or in a month or finding some accountability within this, I think is really important. Um, and, or maybe you're just one of those people who the accountability with yourself is enough. Yeah. Props to you. If you're an Enneagram one, you should be fine. <laughs> um, and um, I also think, though, giving yourself grace as you reevaluate. And, you know, everybody sets lofty goals for themselves. And looking at the things that you've, you know, recalibrating instead of thinking like, I missed the mark, I failed, whatever. Um, looking at it as like... I just need to recalibrate something that's more realistic yeah. for my life and my situation. Yeah. 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 I think uh, setting goal setting is important stuff and something we're thinking about. So. Sounds good. Yeah. Anything else you want to add? I think I'm good. Okay. Cool. Well, uh, I guess, uh, yeah, we'll see you next time at the, the magic table. Well, there you have it, our uh, little philosophy on, on goal setting there. I hope that uh, helped you out. Uh, it's something that gives us a lot of life, and uh, I hope that it does with you too. If you decide to jump into goal setting, uh, let me know. Uh, I'd love to hear from you. You can always reach out to me uh, at Theology of Hustle on Instagram and Facebook and at Curry Blandford on Twitter, and just let me know uh, what's going on there. Um, yeah, and if you... Want to get the PDF? Remember, uh, curryblanford.com. You can get the PDF there. Uh, it'll just help you sort of walk through. I mean, you can literally find these things all over the internet, but this one says, you know, theology of hustle on it. So it's way better than all those others. So, yeah, so I hope you're just inspired. Our goal is just to inspire you to uh, maybe take things to the next level. And so I hope you were inspired from this episode. And uh, yeah, we'll see you next time at the magic table. <laughs>